Let's talk about that speech with Claire and Rachel. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Let's Talk About Speech podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Claire. And we're back for another episode. Last week, we had an interview on the show talking all about the Speech Cube. If you guys haven't heard what that is, stop, go listen, and then come back. And this week, we are bringing you all things fall. Um, and all things Halloween. So we're kind of doing a combo. If you haven't listened to our Halloween mini episode that we did last year, um, try and scroll back through. I think it's in season one, honestly, still. Mm -hmm. Um, But we did a great episode there that you'll find some stuff and we'll have some repeats in here, but also some new things that we have done um, or starting to do in this season. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about was really just like a fall themed activity that a couple of my students actually got me on. Um, they've gotten these leaves from the dollar store because you can get bags of leaves. Rachel, I don't know if you've seen them from the dollar no. store, but like they just sell truly just fake leaves and they yeah. sell them in different colors. Sometimes, sometimes if you get lucky, you can find them in different shapes, which is really cool um, or different sizes. And so, um, we've done it a few ways. So I know the first one of my students, um, like made a craft out of it. So like every, um, every stimulus word, the child would get to put like a leaf on the paper. And then it ended up being this like cute arts and crafts. So activity. Cute. It was such a nice, like open reinforcer. Yeah. Um, and then honestly, what I've done in the past is literally just used it for some of my lower functioning kids that are just working on like function words or asking wants and needs, mm-hmm. um, just asking for more if they want leaves or to throw up, put down, rake action words, things like that. You can use like really simple things, but it's kind of cool. It brings something different and fun into the environment. And I love it. And it's at the dollar store. So super cheap. Yeah. So easy. Actually, I, you know, I do those play groups at this local place called Stemville and they always have a, um, like a themed or seasonal activity. And a couple of weeks ago when we were there, they had a bucket of fresh leaves that someone oh. like goes out and picks and they were making um, leaf animals and they had, Ew. so it was just like leaves and googly eyes and they could, you know, arrange the leaves, however. So that's just an art project that you could yeah. tie into anything. And you're triggering a memory for me when I was in my school placement, I remember my supervisor, she would have her students. We would like take a walk outside and get like yeah. a stick, a leaf, a blade of grass and do like an EET compare and contrast. I love it. it. So cool. <laughs> so fun. And that gets you out of the building and fresh yeah. air is like love amazing. <laughs> um, okay. So the next idea that I had is new to me this year. I just saw it because Jenna from speech room news posted it. Um, I think last week, but basically she went to target. Everyone loves target and got those carvable pumpkins. They're fake. Like they're I don't know, like a plasticky foam material. She got the carvable ones. She took a screwdriver and poked holes in them in the correct places and turned like the Mr. or Mrs. Potato head into like the pumpkin head and just use the same accessories, the eyes, the nose, ears, you know, mouth, whatever it came. So cute. And 
It's so cute. I love I'm, that. I'm obsessed. Yeah. So I, I have, go to Target. I haven't seen those. I don't even know what dangerous. those are. Yeah. Oh. So they have like the bigger sizes. Mm-hmm. They have, I would say they have a small, medium, and large. And I got the smaller ones and they're only $4 a piece. I got a orange one and a white one and they're so cute. So cute. Oh my gosh. How easy. And see, that's what I love about a lot of the fall things is you can find them for super cheap. I feel like all of the stuff we're talking about is either free or very minimally expensive. Totally. Um, The next thing I am going to talk about, I did buy from, this was a little bit more expensive actually, as I say that Um, I bought from (laughs) ornamental trading company, which sells really cute little like trinkets. And they have like the small toys that you can get for um, even just like separating in a listing speech sounds, but they have these apples that are like equivalent to eggs, like the eggs that you would get um, on Easter that you open. So like the top and the bottom separate and they open and they're a great size. They're like probably the size of a fist, I would say. Um, so you can fit actual, like I can fit puzzle pieces in there, like those block puzzle pieces. Um, I can fit way more in there than I can of those like little Easter eggs that I use, but I use them the same way I use Easter eggs when I'm using those all year long. Um, but the apples, I put them in a little basket and we go and pick apples. And then inside the apple is either like a puzzle piece or a target word on a paper or whatever it is that we're doing. But I've been doing that for a while and I love it. It's so fun. And honestly, the apples with some of like the littles, that could probably be used year round. So it's probably worth it. I want to say that all of the apples, they're 24 in a pack. And I want to say it was like 15 to $20 probably. So, I mean, it's, it's a little bit more of an investment than like an arts and crafts type thing, but I do think you could probably use it year round. Um, so worth it. Also target this year, um, last year they had a set of, I don't know if it was six or 12, pumpkins that were you know like the shape of a pumpkin but the same style like easter egg style where you could take them apart um and then this year they have a bag of i don't know i think like 20 for three dollars they're orange eggs and they have the little like jack-o'-lantern face on them oh my gosh (gasps) see there you go a low budget version i love it perfect but I like the apples because those sound bigger. Um, and that's what I, I like f- about them. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I can't always fit like my target. The I want. Yeah, yeah. The object in there. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I know Claire, you mentioned EET earlier. And one of the things that I love, I actually found in Target's dollar section a couple of years ago, but you guys could easily adapt this or honestly, something like this is probably on teachers by teachers, but essentially it's just a bingo board or several bingo boards. And all of the objects that are on there are different fall related things. So there's leaves and pumpkins and corn and scarecrows, et cetera, filling up the whole board. And then it came with these little foam pieces where, um, Like that's, you don't draw numbers in this version of bingo. You just pull one of those up, say it's a pumpkin. Everyone puts their marker on the pumpkin that's on your board. But then I turn that into EET where we're describing all of those objects. Um, And the kids love it. It's so simple. Everyone loves bingo. It's kind of like a grab and go when you know you have students that have those goals. Yeah, I love that. Um, Which is really nice. And then going along with that for EET, I typically every year bring in like one of those tiny little pumpkins, a gourd and an apple. And I have them do, you know, that way they can like put their hands on it. Cause sometimes Mm -hmm. 
I don't know when I ask my students about a gourd they're a little unsure like I'll show them a picture but they're like that's just a weird pumpkin (laughs) (laughs) um so when I bring in those three objects it's nice to have the tangible you know pick up feel and the textures what a great way to describe like bumpy and rough and smooth like I usually pair that with a Venn diagram too so they can really see the comparing and contrasting Mm -hmm. um that works pretty well yeah, I, I do a candy corn version of EET and I've, I've done it every year. I feel like since I started because I found it, there's a free teachers pay teachers graph, uh, for candy corn, like describing candy corn. Mm. And it's great. Cause the kid you gets to eat the candy corn afterwards. <gasps> At it. least they used to, I know with it being like, obviously I didn't do this last year and during COVID times, I don't know if it'd be super sanitary or if you could figure out a way to just give it to them in a bag, they could eat it later. Um, yeah. But it, it is cool, like during not COVID times, because I would have them eat it during also. So we could talk about the taste and like how it feels in their mouth, how it's squishy. Like, again, yeah. so many opportunities for vocabulary in there. Love it. And then another one that I have that's a Dollar Tree find. Again, mm-hmm. I have this like, this is the find of my life, I swear. And I don't know how it hasn't died yet, but it's like this little light up pumpkin. It's like, it's not super big, but there's a little button, a cord and a button that comes with it. And you just press the button and that lights up. And what I love about it is that the cord is somewhat long. So how I would do it is I would like wrap the cord behind me mm-hmm. and the pumpkin would be in front of me so that they're not trying to like get it. Cause most of my kids, I know everyone tells you like, Oh, get the toys with buttons because then they can't do it themselves. They have to ask, I swear all of my kids always figure out how to turn the button on. So (laughs) this is nice because I hide the button and it can't turn on. So I like turn it on and off. So they have to ask for more. They have to say on off, um, again, for my lower kids or my kids that are just working on requests, it's great. And it's light up. And sometimes they, it, sometimes it takes them a while to figure out how it's actually lighting up. If I hide it well enough, hide the button well enough. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's just fun. And it's just a cute, again, it was a dollar And it's lasted me for a few years. So I think going to the dollar store and looking at their Halloween array, you can sometimes find some really cool treasures in there, like going in there with the mindset of, okay, what can I do in therapy with this stuff? I'm sure you'll Mm -hmm. find something. Speaking of, I follow an Instagram. I'll have to look up the name when you're going over your next one, but I think it's like dollar store classroom. Dollar store class. I follow that. that, I think is that what it's called? Or dollar store finds or something like that. Dollar Tree classroom. Dollar Tree. Okay. Yeah. Um, you guys have to check that out because they post everything, seasonal activities, creative activities, and everything is so educationally based that there are so many things I see. And I'm like, I have to go to the Dollar Tree on the way home. <laughs> and it's amazing. Like, why not just go and get your therapy materials from there? Then you're not spending money ordering stuff and waiting for stuff. Yeah. Definitely. Such a good idea. Um, okay. The next idea I have is for those that are willing to get messy because everyone loves just like the basic pumpkin exploration. So I just did this actually yesterday at our, um, at one of our play groups as we had a big pumpkin. I had already carved the top off. Um, you know, we have scoops and bowls and get some of the seeds and guts out and kids love it right because it's hand hands-on you're getting messy they think it's super fun but it's also a really good idea to pull out a lot of those describing words Mm -hmm. um I feel like a lot of my students are pretty good at 
describing appearances like very surface level, um, especially with an object like that, but maybe they've never carved a pumpkin before. I have come across that with, I want to say more than half of my students. So even just um, exposing them to an activity like that is already changing how they're going to view it. And, you know, they get their wheels turning and they can think of, oh, it is slimy or squishy or cold. Those are words that probably they would have never associated with a pumpkin before had they not known what the inside looks like. So um, it's messy though, you know, just, you got to go for it. If that's you're fine. Do it. I bet kids yeah. love that messy part of it though. Cause they're totally. like, what you let, you're letting me yeah. be messy. <laughs> that's fun. I love that. Yeah. Um, the next one I wanted to talk about is just kind of a group of things that I found on teachers pay teachers. Um, Teachers Pay Teachers is a great website to find a lot of things, including themed activities. So a couple of my go-tos for Halloween that I have just like in my purchases, and these are all free, by the way, I feel like I, my list of purchase versus free is very different. Mm -hmm. I, I purchased a few things, but I am like the queen of finding the free things. So, um, I have found there's a Halloween Mad Libs. That's really cool. And that's a lot of fun for some of the older kids. Um, there's this great spooky stories, which all it is, is it's a template. It's like a triangle and it says spooky stories with like a cat and a spider on the top. Um, but what I used to do when I was in the schools that I, is I would have all my kids that were older and able to write, write a story. And we would practice whatever their goal was, whether it was like sequencing or grammar or even some of their target sounds, they had to like put some of their target words with the sounds that they were practicing in there. Um, I would have them write this story and then I would tape them on my wall. So, um, they could come in like the next, for the next couple of weeks and they could see all the kids' stories on my walls. And it was really fun and cute. And sometimes we would read other kids' stories on the walls and do even some comprehension stuff. So just a nice way to get like all the kids that are coming to speech involved. I love um, it. And then there's also some daughters on there, some nice, like just blank sheets of Halloween themed daughter. If you don't have those dotted markers, mm-hmm. I use them for everything. Um, and they have all different types of themes and a lot of them are really, really cute. And then the kid can take it home and it's just fun. I like it. That reminds me of something I got a couple years ago, actually that I have not used last year was weird. I was still virtual, but, um, from the peachy speechy and it was an articulation bundle. And I think it was advertised as like a Play-Doh splat mat where, you know, there's like those circles all over it with spiders and is it spider um, snatch? Yeah. Yeah. I, yes. I got that too a few years ago. <laughs> I love it. So I've actually used that though with those daughters or daubers yeah. or whatever they're called. Um, and that's a great way to use it too, but I, oh gosh, I don't I'm know, so the, glad you knew who made that. Cause I actually that. was yeah. thinking of that and I was like, I don't know who made it. So yeah, <laughs> I love that. I just came across it today in my oh. October binder, which that's something that I suggest if you're in mm. a school or even a pediatric placement is I started a binder for each month, or if you don't have enough for each month, you could really do seasons. And I just pull my October binder down and I have like all of these themed and seasonal activities right there that I don't have to go searching for because yeah. like you just said, Claire, you know, you have it, but where mm-hmm. did you get it? And was right. it free? And right. Not everything's always off of teachers for teachers. Um, oh, the next thing, and I know we talked about this or have talked about this on numerous different episodes, just in a different context, but the, the game, what's in the bag, right? So you have a bag or a container of some sort 
Um, in this case, I used just one of those like dollar store plastic pumpkins, put an object in it, and um, either your student does it or you do it. So you can describe the object to your student and have them guess what it is, or your student can describe it to you and you can guess what it is, depending on you know the various targets that you may have. But my students love doing that. Um, it's basically like the headbands game, but instead of wearing it on your head, it's in a pumpkin. Bad. I love it, yeah, but it makes easy. it fun. Yeah, it makes it easy and fun and themed. So that's great. Yeah. My last one that I have is another um, kind of electronic version, I guess, for boom cards. If you're still doing virtual, even if you're not, I know a lot of people are still using boom cards, even if they're not virtual. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of really cool free boom cards on their website. I have um, a few that are decorating a pumpkin, which are so cute. So they get to choose like which parts of the pumpkin. It's a really easy reinforcer too. If you're just working on some drill stuff and they can put a different part of the pumpkin on each time. Um, there's this cute five little pumpkins, the book, um, like what do they call it? Like a tag along or a mm-hmm. book, read along, whatever it is. Um, accompaniment to the book, which is kind of nice. So if you are virtual and you can't hold the the physical book, there's a free version on boom cards, which is really cool. At least it was free when I bought it. No promises Mm. that it still is now, but it was when I got it. Um, and then there's a cool doors. It's like pumpkin doors and you open all these doors. There's different types of pumpkins with different emotions, um, that I really liked using even for the kids. I wasn't doing social stuff with, um, it was just something different. And, I love using anything themed during this time, because again, it's just something different. I feel like all summer long, we've been using the same things, especially if you go through the summer, like I do. So fall is a really nice time to change things up because it gets pretty dull after a while using the same things over and over again. So that's why holidays are so great. Yeah, definitely. Um, the last thing I wanted to mention is we have a, trick-or-treat communication board that we found last year and I've tweaked a little bit because I'm board maker obsessed um, and I knew it was going to help some of my students so if you guys are interested shoot us a dm or um, an email and we can make sure to share that with you because it's so important to make sure that everyone has access to uh, being able to say trick-or-treat no matter how it's done Yeah. You shared that last year and that was awesome. I feel like people really appreciated that. All right, guys. Well, that's all we have for you. So let us know if you use any of these, or if you have any cool activities that you want to share with us, and we can definitely give you a shout out and share that as well. Um, always looking for new ideas and we love collaborating with you all. So thank you. Bye. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode. Thank you again so much for joining us. And as always, you can find me, Rachel, on Instagram at supersweetspeech. And if you or anyone you know is in need of speech therapy in Southeast Michigan, feel free to email me at speechissupersweet at gmail.com. And you can also follow the Let's Talk About Speech podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. So make sure you give those a like and a follow. And you can find me, Claire, on Instagram at kindly underscore speech or my Facebook page, Kindly Speech LLC. And if anyone in the Ohio area is in need of speech teletherapy, please contact me. 
kindlyspeechllc at gmail.com. Rachel and I also have an email for the podcast that you can email us with suggestions, or if you or someone you know wants to be on the podcast, that's let's talk about speech podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.